this morning i want to talk about some uh, important subject but before that i would like to pray for with you because this subject can be a controversial subject and some christians don't even believe this so i want to pray with you father i pray that you will anoint my lips that you will give me the wisdom uh, how to deliver this word and i pray that you will uh, not bring any condemnation i know in you there is no condemnation but i pray in you there is only conviction that you will help us to do things uh, in the way that you commanded us to do in jesus name amen uh, a few years ago i shared this title uh, but i believe today i in the, i felt in my heart to bring it again uh, to just see where the lord leads fasting is it an event or a lifestyle because sometimes we think it's just an event and we think it is just something that we uh, we do it because not something is not working you know many times people say i have to fast because things are not working well partially it's true but it is not the truth fasting is not an event it is a desire that god put in our hearts from his heart i believe that he told all the followers of jesus to do it it's not an option it is a mandatory and i'm going to start with the scripture it's in matthew chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 it says in niv version then jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil and after fasting 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry and this is something jesus did and by the way when jesus said something he never said not out of his experience everything he said was out of his experience everything he commanded us to do is out of what he has called us to do so when jesus said fast and pray basically he he didn't say just fast and pray he said few things very clearly for us to do it's not up in the screen he said few things one he said as a christians you got to pray and we all pray right how many of you pray you pray before go to bed you pray before when you wake up you pray when you have quiet time you pray when you have food you know and some christians pray after when they eat also i know some people they pray after they eat they say oh, stotram 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 you know and and it's good they do all those things but then we, he also said read the word meditate on my word and which is very good that we meditate on his word and many of you have a time to take to spend time with the lord reading quiet time and all those things but then the third thing he also said give and many of you do that by giving your tithes which is just basically and uh, we talked about it in the in the in the uh, in our retreat like insurance policies just tithe is basically your your basic covering but then you give more than your tithe is your offerings which you say i want to give that that going to cost me something you know and that's why the lord says you know even david said i will not offer to the lord that doesn't cost me nothing and so that's your tithes and offerings but then the fourth one many christians don't do this is fasting so god said pray we do pray god said fa- uh, you know meditate on the word you do meditate on the word give we do give but then fasting it's like oh no i'm going to die if i fast and i'm talking about fasting but then we have a beautiful uh, uh, cream cheese goat cheese and multilayered pink uh mnm cake here so that's you know that's life actually you know what to do so uh, what something we have to do is god has commanded us it's fasting so it's not an event it's not just i i do it because i have something 
I need a breakthrough. But I do it because it's a commandment from the Lord. And we're going to be starting from January 1, yeah, 21 days of fasting. And it's going to be a particular fast. I'll explain to you in a minute. But I want to briefly talk about who are we as Papa's house. Number one, we are a multicultural family of God. We are a small group of people, but we are so diverse. Even a year... We are so diverse, you know, each one from a different state and stuff like that. We are a multicultural family of God. Number two, we believe in the naturally supernatural God. That's who we are. We trust that God can do wonders. We don't say signs and wonders are in the first century. We do believe signs and wonders of free people who still, we believe that Acts 10, 38 is still possible. When Jesus was anointed by God of Nazareth, he went around all over the world and healing everyone who were under the tyranny of the devil and God was with him. So we do believe that God still can do wonders. Amen. So we believe in the naturally supernatural God. Number three, we practice hospitality and some of you, many of you know that's how our, our home is. We open our homes and the Greek word for us is called xenophilio, which basically means friend to a foreigner, friend to a stranger, not xenophobia. Xenophobia is like, I'm scared of strangers. I'm afraid of strangers, you know. And if you are a xenophobia, heaven will be a hell for you. Hello? You go to heaven, everyone is foreigner because it's not just Tamilians going to be here, not Germans going to be here. It's going to be a multicultural place. So, and it's going to be a tough, so better get your attitude correct, you know. And number four, we do what Jesus commanded us to do, which is pray, meditate on his word, give and fast. And these are the things that we do it all the time. This is who we are. We're not going to, you know, change it because people come. You know, we just do it. This is who we are. This is inbuilt in Papa's house. And this is who we are as a family. And moving on, there are three desires in our body. And you all know what are those three desires. And these are some pictures you will see here. Isaac and Asha, we took them to the streets. And we gave them, they asked them to, because we wanted to teach them that living a life what we live is not an entitlement. It is a privilege. So I, we took them. Lydia was with us. And Patrick was with us. We went to the streets. And this guy actually kissed Asha's you know, hand. And he was very happy. That, and we taught. We are teaching. And they are kids. And we are teaching them. Hey, these clothes you give. This is the only clothes they will be having for the rest of the year. But you are blessed. Last night people brought so many clothes. You know, everybody brought clothes. Even our staff, friends brought clothes. And there was a stack. And this morning my wife was telling. There is, this is time to chuck away the old clothes. And, and that's how God is blessed. So we're teaching them, you know, and you saw the family support program and all those things. This is who we are as a family. So, but there are three desires in our body. And the first one, you all know, drinking and eating. Yes? Hello? This is something that we like to drink and eat. And what do you like to drink? I like my Coke, Diet Coke. Uh, or I like my Pepsi, or I like my, you know, s sodas, or I like my juices, d eating, I like barbecue, I like, uh, you know, I'm fasting, we're talking about fasting, we're talking about barbecue, you know. And the second thing, desire is status and salary, which is something inside of us. We would love to be, a, we don't like to say, oh, I come from a slum. We don't like to say that. We'd love to say I'm coming from a good family, good, good place. I'm earning good salary. You know, nobody wants to say I'm, I'm, I'm earning nothing. Everybody wants to say I'm earning good. So that's the thing. Looking good, feeling good and having good. This is something we all desire. It's not like we don't desire this. This is a natural gift. 
Somebody asked Dalai Lama, how do we eradicate sin? And Dalai Lama said, if you have no desire, then there is no sin. How can you have not have desire? Hello, this morning you woke up, you didn't want to wear the old lungi or the nighty and come to church. We want to have a desire that we present ourselves well. So it's impossible. God built desire in us. But the desire should not be the God. It should be governed by the Holy Spirit. That's what we are talking here. The third one is sex, which is part of the human composure. We are designed to create and multiply. And this is designed by God. And singles take a lot of um, ice bucket challenge. You know, it's coming at the right time. Okay? Okay, Peter? <clears throat> Patrick? <laughs> I don't want to say all the singles' name. Okay? So this is the thing. So it is a desire God puts in us. But that's why I wrote down here, fasting is not natural. Fasting is supernatural. What does fasting do? Fasting quiets the heart to hear the heart's, God's heart's voice. Fasting brings godly intimacies. But there are four kinds of fasting are there. And the first one is called the normal fast, which is going without food, only liquids like water. And this you can do it for many number of days, but people who have done this, maximum is 40 days they have done. You know, going without food, but only liquids. And liquids does not mean you, you drink sambar, buckets and buckets of sambar. You know, it's basically some tea or some juices, you know. And then there is an absolute fast, which is no food, no water. But you can only do it maximum three days. And you have to be sure you're medically fit to do this. Sometimes you are not fit to do this medically. And you need to be careful. And this is the wisdom people don't use it. And when they don't use the wisdom, they just mess up and, and they die. And it's literally because of lack of wisdom. Number three is the Daniel fast, which is limited eating, elimination of pleasant foods. And this is what we will be doing the next 21 days and from January. It's eliminating of pleasant foods, of certain things like Daniel did. What was the pleasant food in the Daniel's time? Meat. What is the pleasant food in our time also? Meat. Meat is a pleasant food. Whatever is pleasant. For me, there are few pleasant. I like... I like some cheese, I like chocolates, I like coffee, I like meat, and I like my spice. And when you take what is pleasant away from you, you are actually giving that as a sacrifice to the Lord. And you're saying, God, I humble myself so that I want to hear your voice. And it is biblically, God has done that and God has, God's children has done that. Then there is another one is called rational fast, which is eating certain food or a habit for, uh, for a particular season, abstaining from certain food or habit for a particular season. For example, you are social media addict. You say for a one month, I'm going to deactivate my Instagram or a Facebook or WhatsApp. I'm going to just deactivate it so that I'm going to not get into this. How many times we know that sometimes social media can pull us away from the very call of God, you know. And it could be sugar, f coffee, you know, whatever it is. 
and whatever it is that you are taking some time out and say i am rationalizing things out you know my friend uh, they do like something called sugar detox they will say for two months i'm not going to touch anything with sugar or not with any white flour which is parotas and all those you know idli dosas and all those things that's like a comfort food for our south indians and so whatever it is there i'm going to just rationalize i'm going to leave that away why you do this because god's desire us that he will occupy us in every area of our life amen so what is the key principle this is the key principle i wrote down small sacrifice worth a great reward write down this principle this is very very important small sacrifice worth a great reward when you when you fast this is what happens fasting always comes with the reward and the rewards are always after the test I don't know one man of God said this I'm I'm going to repeat what he said God test you with stress before he trust you with success Amen can we repeat this God test me with stress before he trust me with success and we all like success how many of you want to be successful this is inbuilt in us you know you put a 2 year old child or a 1 year old child you leave them on the floor and if there is a staircase they will try to climb the stair they will never climb down it's inbuilt in us to climb to move forward to grow this is this is who we are that's how god designed us that's why god wants to trust us but before he trust us he wants to test us and testing leads us into promotion amen don't evade the test don't run away the test work on the test fulfill the test let the lord be glorified in this so why we fast number 1 fasting is a biblical command it is a command from the lord fasting is not only a requirement of the body of christ it is a commandment from jesus jesus commanded when you fast which he didn't say if you fast he said when you fast which means it is a requirement of us how many christians you know would be more healthy if they choose this commandment physically speaking number 2 fasting is not an option number 3 fasting is both personal and corporate and i'm going to show some of the scriptures here and this is very important fasting is both personal and corporate look at verse jeremiah 36:9 it talks about the corporate fasting in the ninth month of the fifth year of jehoiakim son of josiah king of judah a time of fasting before the lord was proclaimed for all the people in jerusalem that's why we do corporate fast as papa's house 21 days we're going to take some time and we're going to seek the lord and we say this is who we are lord we're going to give the first 21 days the first fruit we're going to give it to you we're going to offer you as a sacrifice we want to seek you lord speak to us you know and those who had come from the towns of judah they proclaimed a fast look at this is what daniel he did 9 chapter verse 2 and 3 he said in the first year of his reign I Daniel understood from the scriptures according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years so I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer which is very good we do that petition which is intercession that's good but then look what he said in fasting and the last part is in sackcloth and ashes which talks about humility hello So look at this he said four things here prayer we do prayer petition which is part of intercession we do that but in fasting and in humility 
which is a must thing why did he do this because he wants to see a breakthrough for his people how many of you want to see a breakthrough for your people i want to see a breakthrough for my people man my people in this nation 1.2 billion people they are lost i want to see a breakthrough you want to see a breakthrough for your 80 million people in germany yes what do you want to do go before the lord god is looking for daniels in this generation amen look at verse joel verse 2 12 says even now return to me this is the lord says with with your heart with fasting what is the heart heart is not bible doesn't talk heart here heart basically wherever you look by do a word study heart means subconscious mind that means you choose with your mind say god i am choosing to lay down my rights to eat let me tell you the church is eating itself to death because we are so much incoming no outgoing and there is no fruit in our church and we have to go as a body of christ humble ourselves psalms 109 verse 24 says all my fasting has left me so weak i can hardly stand this is david says this is one of the psalm that if you read it, it's quite depressing because david was going through such a tremendous challenge because he's been oppressed by his own family and he says this in passion version now i'm shriveled up nothing but skin and bones look at verse isaiah 58:3 we are fasted before you lord they say why aren't you impressed these are people talking you know between god and them we have been very hard on ourselves you don't even notice it i'll tell you why the lord responded it's because you are fasting to please yourself even while you fast you keep oppressing your workers this is the principle write it down it's not up on the screen going without food doesn't attract god to you going without food doesn't attract people that's what people did i'm fasting brother you know during the uh, uh during the we have something called lent period before the before the easter and the good friday and the easter and people have grow their beards i'm not growing for that reason this is because it's fashion i like it and that's why i grow it but people grow their beards and they show to the world but then they keep on doing it their own life that's what god was saying you know what fasting means change in your schedule amen and this is what jesus said when matthew chapter 4 verse 2 says jesus fasted and he was tired after fasting 40 days and 40 nights he was hungry fasting produces in you a natural desire and whenever i'm fasting i tell this to linu and my some of our staff i tell whenever i'm fasting i get visions of cooking channels or when i turn any news it's all about cooking channels or some yummy food or suddenly the restaurants name boards are all come so alive when you are fasting and it's it's a temptation that's a natural thing but we have to overcome that look at verse matthew chapter 6 verse 16 and 17 when you fast this is the this is what jesus said to the people do not look somber as the hypocrites what are the hypocrites they pretend like somebody but they are not the same inside okay for they disfigure their faces ayya fasting la irkar epdi ayya fasting la irkar daadi valakittu irkar that's what they say you know don't show others how they are fasting truly i tell you they have received the reward in full when you fast put oil on your head otherwise just fix up your head wash your face don't look somber when you fast so that people don't notice that 
you are fasting. It should be a private situation between you and God. Amen. And when you fast, this one thing happens. Your breath stinks. You know, and some people, they prefer to show to people that their breath stinks because they want to show they are fasting. Hello, use a gum or something to prevent so that you don't need to prove to people this is a private matter between you and God. Look at what Jehoshaphat said in Second Chronicles 20, verse 3 and 4. Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire the Lord and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. And that's why we as leaders and we, God gave us the responsibility and we ask everyone, say, hey, join us in this. Take some time to set apart and say, let's the people of Judah come together and seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Look at Mark 22.20. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. On the day they will fast. Because they were, arg they were arguing, you know, why John, the followers of John are fasting? Why, why you guys are not fasting? But Jesus said, hey, there is a time will come. You guys need to fast. Look at Acts chapter 13 verse 2. This is my favorite verse. It says, now in the church in Antioch, that's where the first church started. Prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, called Niger, Lucius of Siren, and Manion, who had been brought up with the Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord, look at this verse, very important. While they were worshipping the Lord, that's why I underlined there, and fasting. So they didn't say, okay, we're going to choose this day fast. No, this is part of their DNA. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, let me tell you, when you fast, Holy Spirit speaks. Set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul. And you know the story. When they have not fasted and prayed, this whole story of Barnabas and Paul would never be existed. In the midst of fast, God speaks. The voice of God gets clearly. Your fasting prepares your activities for God. In other words, fasting prepares you for the ministry. How many of you want to be prepared for ministry? I want to be prepared for ministry. I don't want to go there, use my own charm. It will never be successful. But when the anointing of the Lord comes, it's going to be so powerful. Look at verse Esther in the book of Esther 4.16. Esther says, you know what? Go gather everyone of the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. And I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I'll go to the king, even though it is against the law. If I perish, I perish. There are tons of examples. We don't have time. I'm running short of time. It says in a book, in, if you look at Jesus' examples, apostles, Esther, Daniel, Ezekiel, Joseph, Hannah, there are so many examples, talks about fasting. But let me tell you what is not fasting. There are a few here I wrote down here. What is not fasting? Fasting is not missing a meal. Okay? In Tamil they say, which basically means, I skipping a meal. Skipping a meal is not fasting. Fasting is not dieting. Fasting is not about losing your weight. Fasting is not about bribing, bargaining or begging God for favors. Many people think, if I fast and beg him, he is going to change his mind. He is not going to change his mind. By the way, fasting doesn't change God, it changes you. Amen. Look at this. Fasting is not changing God's heart and mind over certain things. 
Many times people think these are the wrong idea. If you say, oh, I, I, I fasted. You know, you can miss a meal. Maybe some of you cannot fast the whole day. Maybe you miss a meal. But that meal time, you miss it, has to be replaced somehow with an attitude of prayer and intercession and reading the word. Hello? It's important. So that's why I wrote down here, fasting is not changing God's heart. And mind over certain things. So you're not going to say, God, I want this now. So I'm fasting so that you will do it. No, no, no. It's changing your heart towards God. So what is fasting? Fasting is a willful abstaining from natural pleasures for spiritual blessings. Amen. Willfully, I choose to let go of that barbecue. I choose to let go of the goat cheese sandwich. I choose to let go of this chicken curry. I choose to let go of this whatever that in your heart you feel like. I choose. Why? So that I can gain spiritual blessings. Number two, fasting is to revoke the natural and provoke the spiritual. So when you suppress your natural, spiritual beings being exalted. This is what happens. Fasting is a dedication for a period of time to devote yourself to spiritual priority of praying without food. So when you fast, people ask, why oh, you fast? Oh, something needs to happen in your life? Do you want a promotion? No, 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 no. You say, I am fasting because I want to get a spiritual priority in my life. Amen. Look at the verse, the fourth one, the fourth point. Fasting demands replacing the reading of the word and prayer with meals. What do you do? So instead of cooking time, that's what, when I do fast, when everybody is eating, I go inside the room, I read. I don't want to sit there and talk about, oh, the sambar looks nice. When you fast, the simple sambar looks so delicious. Simple sambar. You haven't even tasted it, but it tells you, I am delicious, waiting for you. But this is the thing, that time, you replace it with the reading of the word. Fasting demands dedicating time for meditation. What is meditation? Meditation means listening. Prayer means talking. We do talking a lot with God. But have you ever listened? That's the time where you quiet, take one word. Recently, God gave me this word for the whole year I've been meditating. Because a lot of health issues we went through and some challenges. Psalms 20, 27 verse 13. I will not die but live and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. Meditate upon it. Meditate upon it. Goodness and mercy will follow me. Am I following goodness and mercy? No. Goodness and mercy will follow me. But my job is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. House of the Lord means you don't come here. And open the gate and sit here. This is not the house. The house of the Lord is where? Where your presence, where you have encountered the kononia, face of God. You meet with Him. Presence of God. Amen? Look at this. Fasting requires spending much time in the Word. Read the Word. Take some time. There was a time once I fasted. I remember I read books and books from the Bible. Just reading. And you put the plug in, you just keep on reading, meditating. When I'm doing dishes, meditating, meditating. It's like, what happens? I know some of you are working and you're full-time working. You don't have time, but you will get out for a lunch break. You get out, put these headphones on, turn the chapters on, 
and just meditate meditate grab a coffee or it's coffee is not a good thing when you fast but grab a drink or something i'll tell you some of the drinks you can drink you know and it helps you and then by the time half an hour everybody talk junk nonsense about the professor about the doctor about the other person about the one that didn't come but you are meditating five six chapters of the word amen that's what happens fasting gives you time back to read the word sometimes you don't have the time to read the word but when you have a time of fasting it's good to read the word you know so what are the benefits benefits of fasting number 1 fasting changes us it's very very true it doesn't change god but it changes us it gives us clear mind pure heart purified body physical health returns memory power returns back loss of excess weight goes down breaks the chain of sin and bondage this is what happens it changes us completely when you fast for a particular time it changes you completely fasting increases our spiritual capacity in other words deep intimacy you get i mean it increases your spiritual capacity you learn the voices of the demon and what is the voice of god you can easily figure out discernment comes in quickly fasting positions us to receive from god how many of you believe that it positions you it aligns you in a, just before uh, isaac and asha's birthday i took a three days of fasting and prayer and the lord started downloading stuff like what's going to come for the next year and and i'm like wow just taking some time and humbling yourself you could hear the voice of god clearly you know fasting breaks habits and spiritual bondage and you get spiritual freedom that's one of the things habits changes your eating habits changes your behavior changes fasting helps you to hear the voice of god clearly fasting helps you to get prepared for ministry you can give more if you don't have you cannot give by you know john maxwell says what you cannot give what you don't have so many people want to have a successful ministry but they are not willing to spend time with god time spent with god is never a waste of time look at this one next one fasting helps you to be equipped for god's assignment everyone has an assignment and it is important that we take some time to hang out in the presence of god so that we can go out and do what he has called us to do fasting helps you to sense the divine protection of god over your lives it's like you understand the presence of god fasting helps you be tuned spiritual sensitive to be to the angels and demons you know everyone god has given us angels to protect at least two angels are given to each and every one we don't even see and the the people who have seen angels they have seen it's not like 5 feet or that that's 4 feet they are all kulapisas so they are not angels you know so the ones the angels they have seen they are at least 15 feet tall that's why the first thing angel says when they show up they say don't be afraid because imagine you are staying in your room under 15 feet this is 11 feet ceiling this angel has to bend down and stand like this and the first thing you, that's why the angel says do not be scared you looked at miriam mary that's the hebrew word and he said do not be scared every angel the first thing he says don't be scared why because that's so scary a 15 feet creature standing inside your room but god gave us these angels not to worship them but they are to serve us hebrews talk about it it's we are they are called to administer helping angels for us we don't even know they are existing 
But God is the one who gave us. You know, Isaac, when he was like one or one and a half years old in the girl's home, I think some of you might remember the story. Uh, uh, maybe not, uh, actually. Uh, when my wife was boiling a pot of water, uh, milk actually, and he came running to the kitchen and he pulled the entire milk over him. Entire milk over him. It's a boiling hot milk in the kitchen. He pulled over him and we rushed and we took it. All his shirt got wet, but not one drop went inside him. Can you tell me that's coincidence or a divine protection? It is a divine protection. So, that's why we have ministering angels. God gives us it. This far, you know, we came from Munar. And I told you, the way the car sandwiched us, this side one car, this side another car, we thought our car is going to be totally damaged. Nothing. Divine protections. Just little scratches. So many of you have stories like that. Lenu, you have stories. Your spinal cord almost got messed up. But the divine, divine protection. This is the thing. Fasting helps you be detuned to be spiritually sensitive. Amen. What changes when you fast? Are you guys okay? Okay. I believe this is going to help you all. What are the chain challenges when you fast? It gives you irritation. It's very normal to be irritated. Short temper you will feel. My wife says, I don't want you to fast. Whenever you fast, you have a cranky attitude. And that's part of the irritation because everybody is eating and the smell and the aroma and you, you feel like, ah, you know. Fa- fasting gives you visions of yummy food. It's normal. Suddenly you feel like, I, I, you know, I, I one day woke up drooling, thinking about drinking. You know, and eating. And sometimes it it's, it's, it's comes. But God gives you the grace to overcome. Fasting sometimes, when you fast and you don't have proper water and liquid, it gives you headaches or a sense of starvation. But that's why I wrote down a few principles here. Simple guidelines how to fast. Number one, commit yourself to what you promise to God. You said to God, God, I want to fast 21 days. Give me grace. He will give you grace. You feel like starving, you feel like you have headaches, you feel like you're going to die. That's all not the voice of God. It's just your body saying, something is wrong. You haven't put the sugar that you put it every two hours once. I need it. That's, that's something body says. You know, Drink plenty of water during the whole day. Average you have to drink 3.5 liters. But in the fasting time you can drink at least 5 liters. Keep on drinking. You'll go to the bathroom, it's fine. Keep on drinking. Also drink some herbal tea or apple juice or something that will keep you hydrated. You know, when gastric juices, what happens? Caught acidic reaction in the stomach. Drink water immediately. The more you eat, this is the thing. I wrote down here, I, I'm going to read it to you. The more you eat, the more often you ate, the greater the challenges you face when you fast. And that was the case for me. You know, we, we, we love celebration. We love meat. But then, the more often we ate, that's why you prepare before you fast you take some time you slow down you slow down your eating you slow down your taking of sugar because you cannot say 31st night until 11.55 I'm going to eat my cheesecake and then 12 o'clock ping hit okay I'm going to fast no you'll, you'll go through crazy stuff it's not going to be possible it's possible but it's painful but if you rather cut down 2-3 days earlier itself it's naturally your body adopts it you know that remember, this is science, you probably know this, your tongue is tied to your rectum. It's true. It's, it's tied, it's, it's, it's all one big cord. And, and what 
dilutes acid acidity it's water so the body talks to you that you are hungry but it's it's not the devil it's just drink water it's just keep on drinking water drink fluids so that you can keep hydrated and the best medicine for me it's take the word of god inside keep the word of god keep occupied you know and don't think about oh still 20 days more 19 days more no oh still 17 days more oh last one week and sometimes people like what i will do after fast they will prepare and lot of preparation goes in the fasting time they miss out the whole point of fasting i'm thinking about that that barbecue sounds good this sounds good while you are fasting you are planning your meal it's not fasting sorry to say and i have done that mistake also so drink warm or hot fluids before retiring to sleep or getting up in the morning you know just take some time you know don't don't drink coffee like you know like coffee grape juice or pineapple all this orange juice have acidity and that's a mistake i have done last year when i did 21 days fast in the end of this december i got really sick and this whole year i paid the price i can't eat anything spice if i drink anything spice i have heart burns my stomach burns and and it's it's a huge price you pay because you don't really do it well you know how do you break the fast the longer you fast the greater the care in breaking the fast it's very important because sometimes people after they fast immediately they go and eat you know what this is the thing what did enemy asked jesus to do when he finished the fast what was the first one stone to bread okay he is in the middle east na we we don't know what is bread we think only the milka bread we remember but in the middle east culture the bread is very hard and imagine you take the bread and you you, you kind of roll it it becomes like a ball imagine after 40 days you put that bread inside what happens because all your intestine everything is now become shrinked because you are taking only liquids your body adapted what was enemy's goal not to make him live to die to kill him that's why he gave him the bread he said can you store and then jesus said hey man shall not live alone by bread alone but every word that comes from the mouth of god look 14 days fast these are proven american medical association have made a research of this you can google it and find out these are really true stuff 14 days of fast all addiction to sugar and salt are controlled this is proven 21 days of fast your tongue is normal like a baby have you ever tried baby food you know when isaac was born we used to go and buy this baby food it's the most yuckiest food in the whole world because it's got no taste but actually our tongue is so much msg we put so much chemical we put inside our tongue our tongue is used to that's why people say ah upeilingle they put tons of salt on the top why because our tongue is been polluted when you fast for 21 days your tongue becomes back to normal don't break the fast with chicken puffs or potato salad or mutton biryani you are dead you got to apply divine wisdom lot of people will say oh i finished fasting mutton biryani and chicken 65 probably that is the last meal you will eat instead of celebration there going to be funeral it's true people have died guys i'm not joking people have died divine godly people they didn't apply wisdom they have died imagine after 21 days fast you are taking chicken biryani you are biting chicken chicken 65 soda gar side la ella that's it gone khatam ho gaya you know drink warm soup dish for the first meal 
plain vegetable soup no meat first two meals just soup what you are doing when i when i fasted last time for 21 days i did complete fast just juices and then add soup you your stomach could not handle it you probably go to the bathroom few times because your stomach is saying now what are you putting it inside i cannot handle it i cannot keep it i need to let it go that's the way you sing that song let it go you know anyway <laughs> so the third meal should be fresh green salads fruits and vegetables and greens no rice no breads no carbohydrates no potatoes no pastas no meat that's all is important that's nice no oh finally i can have my and the sambara potu ulla i can make some little uh, you know how do you say little hole in that pour that sambar inside mix it nicely and the pickles all those things only after the third day only solid food like rice potatoes pastas could be taken in small amounts only on the third day of breaking the fast but no red meat what is red meat you cannot say oh that beef fry the kerala beef fry it's khatam ho gaya i'm serious guys you know it's very very sad discontinue this is the thing this is proven okay this is not my own little theory this is proven discontinue the use of sugar and salt permanently if desired i remember after fasting drinking a cappuccino which has milk in it the milk sugar made me feel my tongue made me feel like it is too sweet there was no sugar in that cappuccino just that milk sweetness brought my feeling like i had no sweet that's why i wrote down the next one any continuation of sugar or salt in your life after 21 days of fast it is a choice not a need so what i did it's a choice i said ah i like this cappuccino we started again and this is the thing we have to remember i wrote down here in jesus mighty name i will not inherit any disease from my family line you know people say tata ka diabetes my dad had diabetes i am also diabetes this is a sickness you know india's national sickness you know what diabetes this is a national sickness and i am not proud of it and we have to overcome this part of this god has given us wisdom and i believe that church could be the most healthy model family to the rest of the families in the world do you believe this it is possible but sometimes the church is more sicker than the people in the world we go to the world and ask for help for our healing but god has provided healing inside and i prophesy over you that you will live a long life a healthy life and be a blessing to others and this is what i wrote on the last one establish a healthy diet for the rest of your life and we changed it and that's why i'm sharing this with you last night all my cousins some of you are here and they were saying that you know how did you lose una dadiya na paathane una dadiya paathane they remind me of my past everyone was talking you know they were like i could not believe this i could not believe and i was telling them hey this is a change of attitude you have to change you have to choose this one you know there are three or four levels of food one is poison you eat that immediately you die nobody eats that right nobody eats that so if i come and give you a rat poison i say this for your lunch you will call the police but if i give you coke ah anna is giving me coke what is coke coke is a slow poison it has been proven coca cola is much more efficient to clean the toilet sinks than your harpic why you put that inside choose 
So we have made a decision. We said, okay, it's been three years. Maybe I had in the three years one or twice Coke. We have parties, but we don't even choose. My, my brother's family and all, they love Coke. But yesterday, somebody asked, only Vellama, something else. It's you asked, no? I said, yeah, only Vellam. No mixing in Vellams. No mixing in water. Because it's, it's, we desire, we choose like that. Why? Because we want to establish a healthy family life. Amen. You don't have to be diabetic because your mom or dad is diabetic. You don't have to have this chronic disease because your parents had. You can break it because the word of the Lord is your life. Amen. This is what the bottom line is. I'm not sure it's up in the screen. I wrote down, it's not about what we do wrong. It's about what we don't do right. These are things God has commanded. Pray, we pray. Give, we give. Meditate, we meditate. Fast. Let's take a decision. Let's humble ourselves and say, Lord, let this be my lifestyle, not an event. Imagine if you fast one day a week. That's 52 days. You are doubling your time of fasting. Imagine one day a week, you take some time to seek the Lord. Imagine giving 21 days in the beginning of your time and then you give three days every month. The rest of it, 11 months, that's 33 days. And then you have given 21 days. That's actually 54 days. That's more than 52 Sundays. You have given to the Lord as a 10%. Say, God, I want to honor you. Why? Because God is interested in occupying us. Not just the spirit, but body, soul and mind. Amen? Let's all stand up to our feet and we will sing one worship song and we will 